I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Hello and welcome to Not Gambling Advice. My name is Peter Apple and it is Friday, April 14th and we are sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code JUSTBASEBALL when you download for a full instant deposit match on the best daily fantasy app. And all lines are game picks, excuse me, are sponsored by BetMGM. Wager $10 on any MLB money line. And once the bet is settled, you will get $200 if you use code JB200, $200 in bonus bets. We have five MLB best bets today. No prize picks entries. Again, not a ton of value on the board for me today. And I can't really hit one. So I'm not going to give you one until I feel very confident in it. But we are rolling off a 2-0 sweep. After a few losing days, it felt really great, right? Pirates beat the Cardinals, shut them out 5-0 as a plus 200 underdog. And the under in Padres versus Brewers got a little sweaty there at the end as it was a 3-1 game until Trent Grisham tied it with a two-run home run. We were thrust into extra innings. We felt the bad beats from yesteryear but it still went under the total of nine. Uh, the prize picks entry did not win. Cedric Mullins went over his fantasy score, which was awesome, and all we needed was three runs from Joe Ryan. The Twins scored 11 runs early, then Ryan dominated and only allowed one run. The props will be better when I have more data, but in the meantime, let's just focus on game picks. So today I got five of them. Let's roll. Our 2023 straight plays record is 24 and 20. We are plus 2.61 units. And the first game is the Texas Rangers at the Houston Astros. The pitching matchup is Martin Perez versus Luis Garcia. I've been looking for an opportunity to back Luis Garcia in some format, and this game feels like the one to do it. This series is called the Lone Star Series, where the Texas rivals battle it out multiple times a year. Historically, the Rangers own this series, but in the last 20 games, the Astros are 13-7 and and always seem to get the best of the Rangers. I'm not following these historical trends, but seeing them pointing to a side I'm already on is pretty cool. Luis Garcia has not gone off to the start I expected. He's up the usage of his cutter and four seam to levels I haven't seen from him. It's strange, but a team like the Astros should be able to see that the four seam isn't performing well and tweak his offerings. It doesn't make sense that he's doing this, and I expect him to make the necessary changes. Those changes include throwing his breaking balls more, which all of an ex-woba below 377 with his curveball and changeup below 170. Throw them more, Garcia. Do it. The Rangers' current lineup also hasn't touched Luis Garcia in the past. He's posted a 265 X-Woba, a 244 expected batting average, and a 338 expected slugging with a 30.4% K rate against this Rangers' current roster. Compare that to Martin Perez, who's rocking a 330 X-Woba, a 282 expected batting average, a 412 expected slugging, and a minuscule 13.2% strikeout rate. Martin Perez is also playing with fire. He threw three different times against the Astros last season, allowing 31 hits over 33 innings and nine walks. He allowed 14 runs to give him a 3.82 ERA, but allowing that many base runners on base is not a recipe for success. The Astros still destroy lefties, ranking sixth, sixth in WRC Plus and OPS against Southpaws this season. The Rangers lineup is not nearly as strong without Corey Seager, and being big underdogs in the spot is telling with Martin Perez, who's been their ace now. Well, of course, they have Jacob DeGrom, but was their ace last year. 
and has performed pretty well this season. I grabbed a solid price on the first five innings, although the full game money line is still a very solid move. And the Sim has the Astros winning 3.8 to 2.8 through the first five innings. So I'm taking that first five innings money line at minus 155. Give me one unit to win 0.65 units. Again, you'll probably see this for me this season. Um, last year, we did lose some units on laying minus a half through the first five innings, and we lost some units, you know, laying tons of juice. So this season, this is kind of how I'm going to be. If I see a juice line that I still th feel has value, it's going to be a one-unit play, um, and you'll see throughout um, the rest of my picks this season. If I'm laying juice, that means I really, really like it, and I do really like this one, but not two reallys, if that makes sense. So the Arizona Diamondbacks play the Miami Marlins today, and the pitching matchup is Madison Bumgarner versus Trevor Rogers. Let's fade Madison Bumgarner today. It's always a good day for that. It's sunny outside, not a cloud in the sky. Let's fade him. He's one of the worst pitchers currently in the league. His 7.27 ERA is terrible, but his 9.17 X ERA is much more alarming. He's allowing a lot of hard contact, but his main issue is the walks. He's rocking a 22.2% walk rate, ranking in the third percentile in Major League Baseball this season. The Marlins tend to chase, so we might have to reconsider if he had some nasty pitches. But Bumgarner's in the first percentile of chase rate and fourth percentile in fastball velocity. It's really trouble some for Bumgarner right now. And the Marlins can't hit lefties narrative is somewhat tired at this point. They rank 11th in WRC Plus this season against Southpaws with the 5th highest hard hit rate and the 10th best OPS. It's early, but the lineup is much better than last year. With everyone healthy, they aren't the same Marlins we saw last season, especially with Luis Arise. Marlins hitters have performed well against Mad Bum in the past, posting a 317x Woba, 248 expected batting average, and a 490 expected slugging over 122 plate appearances. Trevor Rogers gets the ball for Miami, who's a fascinating pitcher. His changeup and slider are still getting whiffs above a 36% rate, and he's in the 88th percentile of average exit velocity. I returned and watched his last start. His stat line does not indicate who he is. He got, some, he got super unlucky and is due for an excellent start. He faced the Mets twice in a row, a team who, has historically who he has historically struggled against. I think he is right against a young Diamondbacks lineup filled with lefty bats, Josh Rojas, Corbin Carroll, Jake McCarthy, Alec Thomas among them, and of course, Cattell Marte is in his worst split. I don't trust either bullpens, but this is a play on my confidence that Rodgers gives us a nice start and Bumgarner does not. Mad Bum's XERA is four runs higher than Rodgers, and the Marlins are at home and performing better against left-handed starters up to this point. Go Fish. Sim value has the Marlins winning 3.375 to 2.461 through first five innings, so it loves this play. And I'm going to put one unit to win .67 units on the Miami Marlins' first five innings money line at minus 150. The third play of the day, Baltimore Orioles at the Chicago White Sox. The pitching matchup is Tyler Wells versus Mike Clevenger. Let's fade another starter I have no confidence in, and that's Mike Clevenger, also referred to as Sunshine, who looks nothing like his former version from 2019 or 2020. His 3.48 ERA is nice, but his 8.47 X ERA is insanity. He used to throw four to five different pitches, and now he's mostly fastball slider. In his first two starts, 88% of his offerings were a four-seam and a slider. You can skate by doing that if they are elite pitches, but they aren't. Both pitches have a 400x Wobo or above, and while they grade out as above average on Stuff Plus, you can't get by when the location is below average. Tyler Wells is a guy who we tailed last season, and he was nice to us. In three seasons, he posted an XERA below 4, and with this year, it's at 331. He throws so many strikes and ranks above average in hard hit rate. He has a lot of walk in 11 innings, and the White Sox don't walk. The White Sox rank 29th 
out of 30 teams in walk rate and 18th in WRC plus against right-handers this season. Chicago plays right into what Tyler Wells wants to do. The Orioles have also been a fantastic offense this season against righties. They are 7th in WRC plus, 10th in OPS against righties so far this season. This was their better split last year, and they've just been awesome against everybody. They're actually better against lefties, but they're just a great offense right now. The White Sox are still crushing left-handed pitching, but still struggle against righties like last year. This lineup is still without Tim Anderson and Eloy Jimenez, and the bottom of the line is a combination of Hanser Alberto, Lenin Sosa, Sebi Zavala, and Elvis Andrews. I'm happy to fade that, considering Andrew Benatendi hasn't gotten it going yet. The Orioles have the better starter and the better offense of playing to their better split. The price is undervaluing Baltimore because Clevenger is a bigger name than Wells. The model doesn't love it, but I really love it. The model has the Orioles winning 2.9 to 2.6, but I'm confident enough to throw 1.15 units to win one unit on the Orioles' first five innings money line. Fourth game, Colorado Rockies versus the Seattle Mariners, the night game. The pitching matchup is Austin Gomber versus Marco Gonzalez. It is a beautiful day to fade the Rockies coming off a homestand. Last season, the Rockies went 2-10 and in their first game after a homestand, and it only gets worse when it's a longer one. This will be a shorter write-up because we must take the Mariners, right? We must take them. Marco Gonzalez is a player I usually like to fade. But the Rockies' bats never show up against anybody in their first game off a homestand, especially early. And the Mariners face Austin Gomber, who has never proven he can get out right-handed batters. The Mariners have struggled so far on offense, but this lineup is filled with right-handed bats whose better split is against lefties. Players like Julio Rodriguez, Ty France, Eugenio Suarez, Teoscar Hernandez, and A.J. Pollock match up well against Gomber and are so due for a crazy offensive performance. We tailed this system all year last year, and I don't plan on stopping it now. The model thinks the line is appropriate, so it's not as much of a value play, but a system play. The money line is a bit more expensive than the first five innings, and I'd prefer to fade the Rockies' bats early anyway, even though the Mariners' bullpen is so good. The Mariners' money line is a fine play, but give me them early. Give me the first five innings money line at minus 165. I'm putting one unit on it to win 0.61 units, and the model has the Mariners winning 2.7 to 2.1, which is funny because the model hates Marco Gonzalez, and they still have the Mariners winning through five innings 2.7 to 2.1. Uh, we uh, Our last game is the Tigers. Yeah, you hate it. I hate it too, but let's talk about it. So it's San Francisco Giants versus the Detroit Tigers. It's Sean Maniah versus Joey Wentz is the pitching matchup. I'm testing the model with this play. Just going to be completely transparent with you. This is by far the most value on any game on the slate. I don't necessarily disagree, but I don't see it as the model does. Due to it being an underdog and the model screaming at me about it, playing the Tigers is worth a half unit. Shamanaya looked better than he did last season. He's thrown harder, but it hasn't translated into success yet. He's a pitcher we might want to tail later in the season, but at this point he's sitting with a 7.58 XERA compared to his 4.50 ERA this season. And Joey Wentz is the complete opposite, sitting with a 10.29 ERA compared to a 4.58 XERA. And both bullpens aren't great, so there's not much of an edge either way. But I don't love the fact that the Tigers have to travel from Canada to Detroit while the Giants had an off day yesterday. So if you're a model-based better, you have to play the Tigers. Maybe even for a unit because of the value. If you need the baseball brain much more and you think the model is stupid, stay away completely. I'm a bit of both, right? So I'm playing the Tigers for a half unit because I can easily see Manaya not performing well in this spot. And the Giants aren't that much better than the Tigers, to be completely honest with you. They both have a WRC Plus this season below 50 against left-handers, the two worst offenses in the league. The Tigers at home at plus money is worthy of a sprinkle of a half unit. I got 0.5 units to win 0.6 units at plus 120, and the model thinks the Tigers win 65.7% of the time. What? What? At minus 192, the implied line? What? Whatever. Let's play it. 
If but again, if you are not a model based better, if you do not like the model, don't play it. If you love the model, put a unit on it. Again, I'm a little bit of both. I'm putting a half unit on it. It's worth it at plus money. So that'll do it for my five game picks. Really excited for today. Coming off a 2-0 sweep with a plus 200 dog, our biggest underdog of the season. We'll have plenty more of those as I see value. But today, this is what I'm rocking with. The Tigers money line, the Mariners first five innings money line, the Orioles first five innings money line, the Miami Marlins first five innings money line, and the Astros through the first five innings as well on the money line. A lot of first fives today. Really excited to play all these. And remember to tune into our Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash baseball from 4.30 p.m. Eastern to 6.30 p.m. Eastern, welcoming on all of our favorite MLB cappers to give their picks. And I will go over these in a bit more detail with a bunch of highlights. It's a really fun show. Hopefully, I will see you all there. Remember, all lines courtesy of BetMGM. Use code JB200, wager $10 on any MLB game in order to get $200 in bonus bets once that bet is settled. We've also gotten some feedback of how the code isn't working for some people. I guess we just found out yesterday that it doesn't work in New York City, apparently with their laws. So, or not New York City, just New York in general. So if you're in New York, unfortunately, it will not work for you, but you can still use code just baseball and it will still give you some bonus bets depending on what you deposit up to a thousand dollars. Really appreciate you guys all listening. I ask if you could rate this podcast five stars, but I only ask after we win. If we lose, don't rate us at all. Appreciate you guys all listening, but we have to remember. It's not gambling advice.